0: Welcome to episode six of this one's for the working mama, bringing you the right type of distraction for your daily commute. Join in the movement of working moms who own their choice to work and strive to achieve a life with their soul on fire. Make a conscious effort to fill your daily drive with truth and wisdom that can abolish the working mom guilt for good and find community. I'm Katie Alexander and this is your eight minute devotion. Episode six, let's talk about work. If you've been gracious enough to follow along with this podcast so far, you may have caught yourself wondering, where's the working mama part of these devotions? Well, I'd like to back up a bit to let you know how we found ourselves in the Proverbs. Ladies, if you want to get your mind right, your heart right, your home right, there is only one place we need to turn to get this all in alignment. It's not a list of tips and tricks from some expert on the topic. It's not some magic formula or self-help book that can bring you all the wisdom you are in search of. The tools to tilt the axis all lie in a relationship with God, and the way to enter into that is through spending time in His presence, in His Word. So we jumped right in with episode one, focusing on the nourishment challenge from This One's for the Working Mama book, because digesting wisdom for all areas of our life, including our speech, our temptations, our love, it all affects the work. But today... Today on episode six, the Proverbs break right into our actual job and work ethic. And let's just say they don't exactly sugarcoat it. So before you get splashed in the face with the bucket of proverbial ice water, let's talk about work. I feel like I've got a lot of jobs. I'm a strategic planner and business development professional by trade, but I'm also chief operating officer of my home, travel agent, personal assistant to my kids. I lead a Bible study. I direct a children's program at my church, and oh yeah, I'm a writer and now a podcaster. You're probably forming your own list of job roles and responsibilities by now too, and they may include things I haven't yet been privy to, like chauffeur, or dance mom, sports mom, who knows what else. And we can feel really exhausted at the end of the day because each one of these come with their own demands. But what I wanna talk about is your actual job, the one you are paid to do that has a boss you report to and an organizational structure you may or may not be hoping to climb. And I want to dive into integrity in that workplace. Whether you choose to work or have to work to make ends meet, when you accept to do a job in exchange for a paycheck, you have an obligation to that company to fulfill, at a minimum, the responsibilities on your job description For nothing more than the pay they agreed to. I was in my mid-twenties and feeling pretty high and mighty about myself. I felt like I was crushing it at my job because I had some occasional victories and did everything that was asked of me. Disobedience bred entitlement, which shouldn't be a natural progression, but it seemed to flow quite freely for me. I wanted something more than what we had agreed to. I wanted something more than what we had agreed to. I wanted a promotion, increased pay, and continuous praise from my no-news-is-good-news employer. I was bold enough in those days to seek out what I felt I deserved, so one day I just marched right in and said, I deserve a promotion, because I have worked really hard at this job. The response was crazy to me at the time, but completely rational. My boss said, You are doing nothing more than the job I hired you to do. If you want a promotion, you need to earn it by showing me how you are doing something different than what we have asked of you. Ouch. Pride was bruised. Ego was damaged. And motivation was totally shot. My job had a ton of autonomy. I spent day in and day out in my car visiting offices with very little accountability other than what I had reported into a dictaphone and handed off to be transcribed. So I decided that if she wanted me to do the job she hired me for... That was fine. I would do the bare minimum, working to the job description. After all, no one was watching my every move, or caring if I took an extra 20 minutes at lunch, or sat in my car surfing the internet between visits, or reading a few pages of a book. Yes, I did that. I can hardly believe I'm admitting it. The craziest part of all of this was, I was working so much less, but I was feeling so much less rested. I felt uneasy, unsettled, and unfulfilled. Why would this easier lifestyle not be the recipe for a more enriching life when I had so much more time to focus on the things I wanted to do outside of work? Well, let's jump into that ice bucket and turn to Proverbs chapter 6, picking up in verse 6. Lessons for daily life. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise, Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you, lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit, and scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Proverbs 6, 6-11 through 11. There it is in verse 11. Scarcity will attack you. Well, I had checked out, I got lazy, and that scarcity that attacked me drew out all of my fulfillment and the poverty that pounced was what was holding me back from the promotion and raise that I longed for. So here's the truth working, mama. I get it if your heart is in your home. If you don't long for a promotion or a career path, or if you do but believe you can have all that and what you have at home too, maybe you can, It might feel okay to choose home over work because that is the priority, and it absolutely should be. But if you can relate with checking out, going on autopilot, doing the bare minimum at your workplace, or taking advantage of lunch breaks or time on the clock, the truth is, and this is going to hurt a little, you are robbing your employer. I know, I know, that's a harsh way to put it, but it's true. They don't owe you something. They hired you to do a job, and it's your obligation to fulfill your end of the bargain. I can speak from personal experience that living like this also robs you of joy. Deep down, if you have a spirit-filled soul, you know this isn't right, and this path, no matter how filled with personal time, will never bring the type of rest and relief that your soul longs for. So eventually, I snapped out of it. I realized the damage that this decision was doing to myself. And I stopped working for that woman whose office was the third door on the left in the basement, and I started focusing my attention on a different boss, the one who saw every extra few minutes of break, every interaction I had with clients and peers, and every thought I had about being in that workplace. I recommitted to do not only the job I was hired to do, but also look for ways to make it more efficient and effective. Not because I was seeking praise, but because that work was what fulfilled me and lit the spark. And you know what happened? Without ever asking for it again, I got that promotion and the raise. So finish strong today and read through the rest of Proverbs 6. It has so many truths you can apply to daily living, even if your workplace isn't your issue. Thanks for following along on episode 6. To be included in all the upcoming episodes, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you want. Or give it a quick rating, which helps it be available to more mamas just like you. Stick with me as we continue with these 31 days in the Proverbs. You won't be disappointed.